You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, 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 yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barron, where you can count on one thing. We're going to find the best thinkers, best leaders, best coaches anywhere to give you practical tips and advice to improve your practice and your life. And today we do that. We do exactly that with one of our amazing coaches, Adriana Booth. We like to call her AB around here. And today we talk about an important subject that is hugely applicable to your practice. How do you set up your teams, your team members for success by giving them clearly defined roles and job descriptions. We show you exactly how to do that and give you some practical tips to make it happen. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. We'll see you soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast where we're always trying to help with great thinkers, great leaders, great coaches, great tips to help you create a better practice and a better life. And we're going to do just that because I have the amazing Adriana Booth on today, who is an awesome, awesome lead practice coach here. And today we're going to be talking about how you can set your team up for success with clearly defined roles and responsibilities. AB, that's what we call around here. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. This is going to be a fun day. Yeah. So one of the things that we do internally here is we spend all of our days coaching practices that are actually really good practices. And they hit these ceilings where they've grown, but they don't know how to grow any farther. And we break these ceilings. And when we do a podcast, we always like to authentically go in the direction of the themes that have been discussed recently, today, the last couple of months. And A.B., you brought this up, and I've actually had this conversation today at least once which is around job descriptions and clearly defined roles for team members. Let's talk about that. So first of all, who is Adriana Booth? Give us a little intro. Hey, um, well, I'm fortunate enough to be one of the awesome coaches here at Act Dental. Um, always a hygienist by design. You know, I'm, I'm definitely all into teeth, but I'm really more into how to help our practices succeed, you know, from every level. Um, I love this topic. This one is going to really hit home. Three of my calls today were all around this exact topic. Yeah. So let's talk about the why behind this and why this trend comes up. So, Amy, let's go on the why before we go to the how. Why is this so important? It is so important to clearly define 
our expectations, our roles and our duties for our team members so that they can feel successful. At the end of the day, we all want to be the best we can be. And as a team member, knowing what our manager, our boss, our owner, our doctors want from us so that we can hit those marks makes us feel like a success. Mm -hmm. It is. And so, you know, I love this topic because in all fairness, a lot of times dentists get so upset because so-and-so is not doing their job. Well, the truth of it is, is team members are not given a clear line of sight on how to succeed in a dental practice. And so if you, you know, one thing is talking about the job market and what's happening. The second thing is when you do find the right people, you want to onboard them, not waterboard them. Now I use that as a joke, but it's true. A lot of times dentists say, oh yeah, welcome, go. And they go, go where? And you as a dentist go, go up front. And they're like, oh my gosh. And then this person sits next to another person that's up there. And the person that's been up there for 20 years looks at them and says, welcome to the jungle. And so uh, there they start their journey with you. So, um, yeah. you know, making sure that people have clarity around their roles, their responsibilities, what they can, should do, and is what is expected is a really important piece of this in a dental practice. How many people really do a great job globally, do you think, with job descriptions in a dental practice as far as dentists go? I'm going to just give you my, you know, small scale is I would say of all the teams I've worked with in the six and a half years I've been lucky to work with Kirk, I would say going into coaching, maybe 5% of them even had a rough outline of clear job duties and descriptions. And I would say 0% of them had an onboarding plan. Right. Yeah. And so let's take this into a dental world. What if I was your periodontist? sending you a case without any rules and just said, Hey, listen, fix, fix this person up. You'd be like, what, what are you talking about? Like, it's no different in your office. Like here are the rules, here are the boundaries. It also helps the team member, benefits the team member. If I know the rules and I can succeed, it's really important. Now, depending on who you listen to, I love looking at stats all day. Um, it takes the average team member employee in a uh, in a in in any company in the United States about twelve weeks to fully be stepping into the role. Now think about it, twelve weeks. That is a long time, and so I would say it's probably longer in dental offices because they don't fully understand the role at all, if ever. So one of the things is creating a countermeasure for that, helping people succeed right away. And we have what are called our three 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 onboarding, which we'll talk about in a second. And then another statistic that I read recently recently is it takes the average business about six months to unwind the wrong team member for your practice. So think about how costly that is. So number one is finding the right person. Number two, giving them the rules and helping them, you know, adopt the system right away is one of your biggest keys to success. Now I'll say this as a team member too, because I love this topic is I want to succeed if I'm coming to work in your office. I also don't want to come in and fix everything. I want to come in, know the rules, work the rules, and get really good at this whole process so that I can help and be the right type of team member here. So talk about the 333 real quick, AB, yeah. as, as we onboard people. I want to give um, our listeners a tiny bit of homework is now that you just heard the stats, think of the last person that you hired and how long until you basically push them off the deep end? 
and made them swim. It wasn't 12 weeks. It probably no. wasn't even 12 hours. And think about when did you follow up with them? How's it going? What can we help you with? Is there anything we've missed? It's probably a small percent of you. So these are just two small opportunities to start thinking, how could I do a little bit better? So when we think about the three, three, three rule, um, you know, we want to break down our onboarding. Like, what do they need to know in three days? What do they need to know in three weeks? And what do they need to know in three months? And I don't mean need to know, like, we're just going to dole out little bits of information, but to be proficient at, to be aware of, to be able to do in that role. Um, you know, at the end of the day, and this is a little side note, is we are all people pleasers. Maybe not outwardly, but we all want to make someone else happy in whether it's a patient, our coworker, our boss. So think about that when we're onboarding also is... How could I serve this other person and how can they serve someone else? Yeah, absolutely. And think about it um, I'm, as you think about both sides of this too. Mm -hmm. So clear is kind. Brene Brown said that. And I think that's absolutely true. Don't try to be overly nice, but be super, super clear. We like the whole you know, the whole way of saying just specific is terrific, vague is the plague. It helps people succeed. And then also as a dentist, when you're hiring people, you have to evaluate them against the standards that were established at the beginning. And if they're not in writing, they don't exist. So a lot of this is emotionally charged. So I'm a big fan of saying these are the responsibilities in the role. And then also having data points in some fashion that correlate with this to give me some type of an idea of what to do. Now, I use this example all the time, but could you imagine a day if you have children, what it would be like if you went to the middle school and said, hey, how's my kid doing here? And they go, well, I think pretty good. We don't give grades. We just give stars, you know, and uh, you'd go, I got to get my kid out of the school. Like we have to evaluate against ideal in order for us to be able to co come close to it. And it's even more dangerous for the person that's listening to this podcast that cares. Because if you've been to education and you love seeing all these great speakers talk about margin and translucency and you know, all of these wonderful things like occlusion and facially generated treatment planning. Dentistry is not dentistry. You are extra dialed in to making sure things are way above excellent. So as you can imagine how difficult it is for me as a team member to hit the mark when you're super dialed in on aesthetics and margin and all in translucency, and I have no idea what the steps are entail. You need predictability. So those steps, those descriptions have to be outlined and giving in giving the team member a reasonable chance to succeed in a dental practice. Now, what happens when we do this? First of all, I got to ask you, A, because we could, we, this could easily be a two hour pie. What's a job description look like? So uh, what's your, give us an example. So, and it's, it's funny because I've had um, some teams that'll say, oh, we have our job descriptions. And I look in our shared Google Drive and they're so awesome at putting all these things in there so that myself or their coach can see it. And it'll just be look like an ad that they would throw up on Indeed. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let's restart this. I want to see what's expected from that team member in their duties, their tasks, what they're responsible for, what we can hold them accountable to. 
not just you're a hygienist, so you scale and polish. Like we already know that. What else? What are the other things that we do here at Kirk Barrett Dentistry? What are our standards? That's what we want to have outlined in a job duty and descriptions. Uh, one of the things that I had a talk with a client today, and they suspected that one of our last podcasts was about them, which it wasn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> but M&M, so that way they know it's about them. When yeah. we talked about job duties and descriptions today, it was moving from a previous team member, like you said earlier, undoing some bad things. They have great team members, but there were some tasks that were just not defined. And they were like, oh, well, we need these to find out. So moving into putting a new team member in that position is an opportunity to say, what did we miss and what can we add? Yeah. Super opportunity. It's a super opportunity. And I'm so glad you brought that up. I'll put two more layers on that because I totally agree is when you're designing this, you have to do two things. You have to create a function accountability chart of what your future practice would look like. That's really important. Don't take what you have and mold it to what it might be a little bit better. That's not a good way to look at it because you're going to slow down your progress. When you can take a 30,000 foot view at your practice and say to yourself, how do I get where we need to go? And what does that structure look like? Now you can start moving towards it. Again, we're going to be super specific about your future. The second thing is to do exactly that in those roles that you see in a function accountability chart. What would each person have to be responsible for in each one of those spots? And then outlining them as specifically as you can, and then collaborating on them as a team to make sure that you your sentences make sense to another human being. And so I, I actually don't like the, you know, subjective words too much. It's really important to be super specific around those things. And what you can do is start to step more confidently in your future. What team members will do is they'll step up and say, I can do this. Ones that can't will come to you and say, I don't know if this is the right place for me. And I know that's not a favorite thing of people to do right now. But it's really important when you find the right people, be super clear about where we're headed and what are you responsible for as we move forward. And don't overthink this. Like, I love dentistry. I really do. I think it's one of the greatest professions ever. But this is not a profession where it's a manufacturing line for high-end automobiles that have 92 steps and everything Most dental practices operate on a few simple things that have to be done by each team member in each one of the critical zones in a dental practice. So don't try to create a job description that's, you know, or don't think that in a dental practice, a job description is like eight, nine pages long. It's not. It should almost be, if it's longer than a page, email it to me and I'll make it a page. (laughs) There's a few things that make a big difference here. And if you can get people locked in on the few things, they can make a big difference in each one of those roles and collectively um, create a, a greater good. Don't you think, Amy? I agree totally. And, you know, it, it all goes back and, you know, uh, as all of our listeners, they are obviously big fans and they've listened to so many of our podcasts and our webinars and, right person, right seat. How do you set that up for success? Mm -hmm. Functional accountability chart, job duties, inscriptions, 
also it goes back to leadership. How can we create leaders within the practice? The one way we can is to set them up for success, give them the tools to excel and to get better and to be a leader inside your organization. Yeah, absolutely. So identifying the right people, right seats, the right people fit your core value, right seats. They can do, do the job that you've outlined really well and they can get results by putting these in place you can start the process. Now, I highly recommend that you have a great coach like Adriana Booth to help you with that. But if you're too like, I don't need a coach, I might recommend this. And you've never done this before. Start here, but don't stay here. If you have a big practice, it's often a good exercise to have everybody write down what they do. That's just a good place to start, but don't stay there. Then your week over week, you can upgrade them, improve them, clarify them. And I promise you, you stay focused on that process. Over the period of eight, nine weeks, you'll have locked in job descriptions that everyone can agree on. And that's the cool part. You know, when you have them weigh in on this, your team members, they can buy in instead of just delivering it to them. So if you've never done this before, that's your treatment plan today. Everybody write them out then improve them another 80%, then improve them another 80%, then improve them another 80%. And you're going to see they're pretty amazing at about seven, eight, nine weeks. So, And part of that improving process, Kirk, is when I ask my teams to start this, you're right. I want to hear from their viewpoint, what are their job duties and descriptions? It tells us a lot. Of course, I can come in as your coach. I can hand you some examples that have been created by awesome clients in our community but I want to know your viewpoint because I also want to know then what are your primary, secondary, tertiary responsibilities? And that's a really easy way for us to see what does that team member see as the most important parts of their role? And if we have a little bit of a miss there, it's a great way to have a conversation as let's reverse this a little bit. And this is where a lot of our systems are born. You know, we see Maybe someone thinks that recare is a primary. Okay, well, what's our recare protocol? Hmm, we don't have that. Yeah. Awesome. Let's add it to our list. And we can create so many great things for the practice out of a job duties and descriptions list. Yeah, I love it. So when you have the primary and ter- you said primary and tertiary. Primary, secondary, tertiary. Mm-hmm. Primary, secondary, tertiary. Once you get that all written, now do exactly what AB said. Now you can do the third layer of it, which we are watching a lot of teams do, which is really cool. You guys all have these iPhones. You're probably listening to one right now. (laughs) It's a wonderful way to take this to a whole nother level. So let me pretend to be a dental assistant in your office. We've really locked this in. We've got all these layers all set. It's on one piece of paper. It's a Google Doc. And we constantly improve this Google Doc, go over it. And now you can start taking videos of each one of these things and the primary or somebody doing them describing here's step one, here's step two, here's step three. And you can take those videos and you can load them into a Google Drive and link them to the primary document. You don't need to create a whole LMS for this. You can do something really simple where it just lives in Google Doc. You click on the blue link. It takes you right to the video that describes exactly what this looks like. I was telling a software developer today that your software is great, but you don't have any video. And he's like, I know we're working on it. I'm like, you have these long written tutorials. Now, this is for me. I don't like text because I misread text. I don't like text. I don't like to read it. I don't like to read 17 paragraphs of step one, step two. I like a four minute video 
of, hey, my name's Joe. Let me show you how to do step one. Here it is. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I totally got it. Hey, join us in the next video where I show you step two. Oh, thank you so much. So think about that. You can actually have an onboarding system. You can create job descriptions that are super clear. Then you put the video on them. Then you go back to the 333. And if you're listening to this and you have three decades in front of you, now you're effectively building this onboarding, not a waterboarding system, of where you now have written job descriptions that have links to videos from previous or existing team members describing each one of these processes that can be easily updated. And please do not try to make these professional videos. They are just amateur videos at the highest level with simple descriptions of how to do things. You can do them on your iPhone. You can also use a product called Loom. We love Loom here. Loom is a screen recording video uh, product. It's super cost effective, but it'll, you know, think about it. If you have Dentrix or Open Dental or EagleSoft, you can have somebody at the front literally do a screen record of this is how you enter a patient. This is how you you know, close out your day. This is how you do procedure X, Y, Z. And now you've got all of it saved with that additional level of clarity. Anything else you would add to this, AB? I mean, that is my avatar clients are the ones when I pop open a system and I use both of my screens that I work off of. And I'm like, oh, I'm loving this. I click a link, it pops a video. I could learn to do it their way in no time. Yeah. That is the... One of the best pieces of advice I can give them, make it easy. We like easy. Yeah. Simple. Absolutely. It's no mistake that YouTube is one of the largest search <laughs> engines in the world. And TikTok has been growing. Like if, unless you've been living under a rock, I want you to know that people are making videos of everything all the time. Heck, this just blows my mind. Like I'm not a TikTok fan, but I do have TikTok and I'm caught on all these cooking recipe things. Like I see all this food and I'm captivated. And I actually think I could do this, but if you wrote out the recipe, I'd never be able to do it for the most part. I might get it started, but now that I see somebody actually doing it and how they finish and prep the food, I'm like, this totally makes sense. So remember you're catering to a whole bunch of different learners. Some people do like the text. Some people like the audio, some people like the video. By doing a process like this, you can cover all of your bases and you can create a practice that stands with great clarity year over year over year as you constantly improve your systems. So cool, cool, cool. Awesome. AB, any last thoughts you have on job descriptions and setting your team up for success no, when they know these details? The easiest way to look at this is what have I done recently? And then adding a couple layers of what we covered today and how can I do this a little bit better? You know, we're just asking you to take incremental changes and they will make a really big impact on your practice and for your team members. Yeah. And lastly, here's the acid test. I want you to be so good at this that you call me or send me an email and go, I did it. And we have you on the show and you show us what you're doing. There's your challenge to do it. Because if you think like that, you're going to build an organization that onboards team members. They, your new team members in the future will be onboarded and go, wow, you guys really do a great job of making sure people have a clear line of sight on how to succeed here. Our whole, yeah, I would love that too. Our Let me whole, send it to Coaches at Act Dental, if you write a really great job description, we want to hear about it. Send it to Coaches at Act Dental 
and you'll get a message back from us, I promise. And we'll probably be cheering you on. Absolutely. And if you struggle with this, reach out to us. I'll give you my email. It's coaches at actdental.com. You like how that? I said that. And we'll, we'll help you with this. We will we help you. We want you to have a better practice and a better life. Remember, you guys are in the greatest profession ever. A big part of this, if not the biggest part of it, are these amazing people that help you create the magic, which are your team members. So give them the care they deserve so that they can succeed by creating great job descriptions and tutorials and clear lines of sight so that they can help you do that. So, A.B., thanks for being on. Really appreciate you. Thanks, Kurt. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening to the Best Practices Show podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today, which I know you did, just do us a favor, hit the share button, share this with your friends. Loving what you guys are suggesting and sending us. We're lining it up. And you're going to see over the, I got a book now for the next 15, 20 weeks. We've got some amazing guests lined up. Uh, so we want to make sure that we're hitting the notes that you guys are looking for. So until we see you guys next time, or you hear from us next time, keep watching or keep listening to the best practice the show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.